Sagittarian friends and welcome to your horoscope for 2021. So first of all, welcome to 2021. Even if you're not watching this in 2021, if you're watching it in 2020, I'm welcoming you early to 2021. And if you're watching it in 2021, welcome this year, Sagittarius. Man, we get to pick up the pieces of everything that happened last year and apply a new norm to our reality. And for you this year, there is a huge focus on this phrase, my thoughts become things. The axes between your third house and your sixth house, especially having Saturn and Uranus squaring each other against these two houses and in stubborn fixed signs, your thoughts, what you're thinking about, what's going on in that mutable energy of yours is literally translating through your body and through your spirit. And the thoughts that we have here that we're running consistently become the things of value within our body. Your health is wealth this year. That's what I can tell you. And I really want to focus in and talking about that as we look at the changes that are coming for you this year. Now, we've also got the transiting south node running through your energy. As well, we're going to have an eclipse season between Sagittarius and Gemini energy. So your first house and your seventh house. So literally, you getting a new relationship with people, places, things, and yourself. And one of the biggest ones, I think, has to do with your daily routines and that health focus. So let's jump in here and talk about what's going on so we can get you out and enjoying wherever you're at in the 2021 alignment, okay? Now, first and foremost, at the beginning of the year, we've got Mars moving out of that energy of Aries, where he was for a very long time, also came retrograde, got very close to the Earth. So it was kind of a little bit of a pressure cooker time, but also the time for us to reevaluate strategies, at that particular time. What are my strategies around this, that, and the third? How am I getting this done? Now, as uh, Mars comes out of Aries and moves into this energy of Taurus, one of the things I want to remind you is that Mars in Taurus is traditionally called in fall because Taurus moves way too slow for what Mars likes to get done. But we need the slow pace of Taurus to carry forward the new strategy that you learned into your health and well-being house, into this sixth house, into this area where Taurus is, is ruling over here for you. So nice and slow and steady and deep, things that are going to build long-term security for you here is the goal with Mars in Taurus to really make it stick. So this is new health routines. This is maybe feeling a little bit motivated to even have a health routine. This is more energy in your daily routines. The sixth house, um, health, wellness, things of the mind live here as well. Your mental health and well-being. What are you saying to yourself? As you check in with yourself this year, Sagittarius, you know, see what are you saying to yourself every couple hours? What's that one thing or two things that are constantly on your mind? Because if they're constantly, constantly there, it's actually a fear and a worry. And there's usually something that can be done about it. So check in on that. Check in with yourself. Your thoughts become things, okay? Now, we're also going to have Mercury retrograding three times this year in January, May, and September. And unlike the experience of the Mercury retrogrades over this last couple years in the watery emotional signs, we're moving out of that emotional body so much. And again, moving up into the head into our air signs. So we'll see um, retrogrades happening in Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra. And this will give you the opportunity to Mercury retrograde, communicate, recommunicate, Reevaluate, reconnect, 
reunite, um, refocus your vision around the things that you're thinking. So we'll talk more about those as we get into the monthlies and get closer, but just know that those are the months that those retrogrades are coming so you can back up your files, be prepared for all of that in advance because we get not weird during a retrograde, we get wise, right? Now that big Saturn Uranus square that you are going to hear being talked about all over astrology all year long, they're going to square three different times, February, June, and December. And these are huge because at a global level, they're going to impact the way that we do things. They're going to put pressure to change things that maybe we weren't really looking to change, but definitely need a shift. Now, when we drop that down and bring it to your optimistic uh, personal space and level, we see your third house and your sixth house being clanged against each other, put under tension, put under pressure. And it's really this idea of redoing, re-looking at, being under enough pressure to say, hey, the way that I'm doing, the way that I'm communicating, the way that I'm interacting with my daily routine is not working out. Maybe you're taking on too much. Are there people in your space and you really don't want them there? Do you have too many things going on that it's raising the vibration of anxiety for you this year? And if that's the situation that's going on, Sagittarius, you're going to maybe need to step back. You're ruled by Jupiter. Your ability to be in the too much is absolutely there. But instead, you can take that to the evolved place and say, hold on, the wisdom is that maybe I don't have the bandwidth for this and maybe that's what that square is telling you in your daily routine. I've got to shift even the information I'm intaking because it's spinning me up and making me feel exhausted. So you'll definitely be clashed against looking at this daily routine and the way that your thoughts become things, especially in your mental and physical well health zones. Now, when we get to May 13th, we're going to see Jupiter taking a step into the energy of Pisces. He'll be traveling primarily through the energy of Aquarius this year so in your third house so really expanding communication expanding the thinking in Aquarian energy we want to see higher we this you probably love this because you're like oh yeah what is over that horizon let me go see over there while Saturn's also providing enough of a grounding for you to uh, not float too high off the ground but ultimately investigate get some new ideas raise the the vibration of your mind and those kinds of things but between May and July We'll see Jupiter creeping into the energy of Pisces, and this is going to light up the fourth house space for you. So this is an expansion. And Jupiter, as a traditional ruling planet of Pisces, is very comfortable here. So the energy is able to flow with the benefit that Jupiter brings to the table. So expanding this fourth house area for you, expanding home expanding actually putting your feet into what you need expanding your intuition about what Sagittarius needs and then trusting that and saying yes I can engage no I cannot engage this is going to bring potentially an expansion to your home right Jupiter likes to expand Pisces knows no bounds so an expansion to your home and I also think right now Sagittarius as I'm seeing and I'm just being shown your legs being big on the planet so your expansion on home, you know, home as Mother Earth. So you have some big step or some big leap that I think comes with an activity over there. The other part that I am thinking about as well with Jupiter and Pisces is you could be transitioning something out of your home. Pisces is an energy of endings and closure and transition between those worlds of the boundaries of our dimensions. You could definitely be welcoming something or someone out of this space for you as well. When we get to May 26th, we begin the eclipse season happening between the Sagittarian and Gemini axes, and then we'll have our one-off over in Taurus. So May 26th is going to bring a lunar eclipse 
in um, Sagittarius, so right here in your sign. And we'll also see the solar eclipse happening December 4th in your sign as well. So these eclipses are going to be your course corrections. Like literally you could decide to restyle your hair and it sounds so basic, but it is not. When we change the way we look, we change the vibration we're willing to carry out on this planet because everything we wear, every color you put on, every thought that you've got, thoughts are becoming things. Your vibration is attracting your vibrations, right? So all of these things, even in your self-image, could be that you are you're changing it, you're adjusting it in some way, shape, or form. But I also think your willingness to expand out and your willingness to say, um, I need to do this a different way or I'd like to have a different experience is so abundant for you this year. You are speaking up and you have the ability to do that. And I think it comes from your health. You're like, this is making me tired. This is making me crazy. This doesn't feel good. Or, oh, I love that communication over there. And so then you're willing to um, to make some decisions on how you interact with that differently. So expect to see those course corrections between May and December, most specifically to you and who you are and what you're craving, okay? When we get to June 10th, we see a solar eclipse happening in the energy of Gemini. So this will be over in your relationships. Now, this being a solar eclipse, I do think of it being that new moon for the month, of course. So planting the seeds of intention for what you'd like in your relationship zones. But this is almost as if in the energy of Gemini, you start communicating with somebody that you are in a relationship with or somebody comes into your life and you're in relationship with them and you're able to, um, you're learning or maybe you're teaching them or maybe this is just a new primary relationship that comes back into your life. For some of you too, I do think this will be education. It'll just be straight up education. You want to go back. You want to learn something. You want to network about something. And that's going to be a primary fuel in your relationships of understanding how to decrease your anxiety. Make sure your health is okay this year. Making sure that in your daily routines, you've got something good and beautiful and healthy to be able to help you do that. So I think a reset to the relationships will Will be really beautiful under that Gemini energy, especially because you'll need to communicate what's really going on. Now, on November 19th, we've got a lunar eclipse happening at 27 degrees of Taurus. And this, again, is in that sixth house space where Uranus is vibrating the sixth house, the daily routine, the health area. Then we bring this eclipse in in Taurus. And one of the things that I think happens is, first of all, Taurus is that fixed energy. So here, if you've had fixed routines, fixed ideas, fixed beliefs, fixed behaviors, this eclipse is going to shake those out. And I think, too, in a minor way, it could shake up some health concerns for you just in general. I do think if something comes up, you have about six months invested in figuring out what that is. And I don't know that I think it's anything serious, but it is definitely things that if they do come up, please don't pretend like it's minor. Take care of your health this year because your health is also going to show you and be an indicator of spiritually maybe what's going on do you have something going on in there that you weren't aware of and now it's showing up in your body and your body is just trying to tell you hey we need to process this we need to get ready for that jupiter and pisces to let go of or to transition forward um into what we need to be doing next so i think this is going to be um I think it's going to be a pretty important time for you to be paying attention to what's going on in that very fixed area. But also, Taurus, again, wants to build things that are sturdy and steady. Uranus is shaking this area, though it's not close to this eclipse. So you could be developing something that, that is an idea 
<clears throat> that is a project, something that can travel, something that is bigger and valuable and steady, and you never would have thought of it before. And at this eclipse, you see it, and then you spend six months developing that bad boy. So I'm really interested to see what you get yourself into, to Sagittarius, okay? Now, as we get to December 4th, that will be that solar eclipse happening at 12 degrees of Sagittarius, again, in your first house. So a little bit of a course correction and some new beginnings for you there at that time. December 19th, we see Venus heading into her retrograde for six weeks in the energy of Capricorn. Now, Venus retrograde, I'm going to review, re-edit, reconnect to my relationships, to my money, to things of value, to things of harmony and balance. So in Capricorn, though, I'm looking at what do I need to review to be in balance, to have harmony in my relationships that allows me to achieve. Capricorn wants to achieve, that allows me to mature, that makes this steady. So this idea of the health balance, the mind, body, spirit balance, I think comes back on the table. This is in your second house, so this will be about the things that you value. And are you out of balance with your finances? This will be a wonderful time for you to dig in and take another look at it. Because there was also the eclipse that happened in Taurus energy back in November, this re Venus retrograde makes me think that if there is a job or a project that you've been barely hanging on to or you've been getting exhausted around or you're kind of working too hard mentally to try to make it work, I think it falls out actually. So I want you to be prepared for that and answer the question with Venus retrograde. If something were to happen tomorrow, financially, am I prepared? Am I set? Do I know where I'm going next? Could I take care of myself? I think those are beautiful questions at that time. Now, just as equally, this Venus retrograde could take you back to an idea or a project you had before that now you can invest in. And actually, as Venus comes out of retrograde, there's value in the project or value in the stream of maybe value or passive income that's available to you. So keep me posted on that as well. As we close out this year on December 29th, we'll see Jupiter officially moving into Pisces for its 12-month stay through the energy of Pisces. So in this fourth house, so if it doesn't happen between May and July, which think about it like this, May and July is the taste test of what's coming for you in 2022 with Jupiter being in Pisces. So this is again that energy of spiritualizing home, um, expanding home, bringing forgiveness to home, of transitioning the things out of your home, which also includes your emotional, psychological home that just don't belong there anymore, that don't have the value that they need to have in this particular area for you. In the fourth house, it's funny because I wonder, do you start te teaching chanting? Is this like a huge meditative practice for you? Something that brings that guardian angel spiritual energy home? Is this creativity coming out of your home? Are you painting, Sagittarius? Are you singing? What are you doing that's expanding home for you, but it just feels oh so good, but also is a space that walks between the worlds. So there is a transition that's happening here with whatever that energy is. All right, Sag. 2021 is not going to be 2022. It's just in the name, you know, but I also think it's a year where for you personally, really being in control and mindful and ready to put some boundaries around your health, around your wellness, around your thinking, your education, your communication, you know, telling us what you really need, not being so bottled up if things are, you know, stuck in your head and you need to get them out so that they don't harm your body. I think this will be a beautiful year for that.
All right, Sag, like this video, comment, share, subscribe. I love you a ton, and I look forward to seeing you all year long. Bye, Sagittarius.